This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends. And we got Hoodie Allen in the building today. What is popping, everybody? Man, I'm yeah. so happy he got introed instead of LaManna. It's <laughs> about time. So you much pressure. fucking bitch. Oh. You brought it up. Ryan, I know, right. walk right past it. No, I wasn't right. going to say anything. Ryan, Ryan looked at me. I, Ryan looked at me and smiled. And I looked at him and I said, don't you dare. I specifically let it, left it I out I just today. wanted to give Conrad his, his, his flowers for once. You know, I'm always here dogging him a little bit. And we got a very special guest today. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, thank you guys for having me here. Um, I, I love I'm, special applause. I'm so there. happy to be here on like a very uneventful, boring day. So, yeah, nothing going on. You know, I'm right. just, I'm just gonna, I'll be a bystander. You're, yeah. you're the headline man. We're so happy to have the distraction. You know, yeah. it's slow news day. Yeah. There isn't a lot going on in the poker world. No, so, not at all. Let's fucking talk rap music, man. You I'm know? here to talk rap music and not poker beef. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had my first actual personal interaction with you uh, via, via stream. Mm-hmm. where i Love fucked up where you're from and i didn't know why but you you dm me and let me know yeah. i thought you were a fellow pennsylvanian I, I i went to college in philly i give off pennsylvania vibes which is terrible <laughs> but, but i am actually from new york but as we've established this is an east coast pod so we're all that's right we're all in the family Thank here you. We're, yeah. all, we're all cooking here from the yeah. east coast so you, you you very very uh casually just mentioned you would go to college in Philly, like just leaving out the fact that it was an Ivy League school. Yes, as as an aspiring poker player, I'm always trying to downplay my strengths <laughs> right. to get you know more action. So um, I just went to some college. I went to Drexel. That's really funny because that's where Fee went to college. <laughs> <laughs> no, Drexel's great. We love Drexel. Amazing. Where did you go? You went to Penn. Great. Yeah, I went to yeah. Penn. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't be don't be uh, ashamed of that. Don't be bashful. No, Fuck, man, great. some of us couldn't even get into Penn State. Jesus yeah, Christ! With a, with a right. small one million dollar donation from my family, that oh. got into Penn. Yeah, that, 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 that's that'll what get you in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just Still build, build the, the Hoodie Allen Library on campus. You know, <laughs> that's what we did. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh man. So I, you know, I don't even know where to begin with all of this. I, I feel like it's difficult for us to not talk a little bit about the, the current state of affairs before we get into your whole backstory. No, please. I, you t- I'm, just, I'm just here. As, as, as somebody like from the outside looking in, well, let, let, let's talk about this. What was your first exposure to poker? And then how does it compare to like, you know, now being in the thick of it? Um, it's weird because all of my friends, like I'm, I'm 34. So like the poker boom and like all my friends in high school would always play together and the degenerate cash games on Long Island and like back room areas. And I was never a part of it. So I only really got interested in poker after I played at a friend's house, like seven years ago and I lost and I was like, Oh, I'm just going to like, I just was like, I'm going to be better than everyone at this. I got like motivated by like not knowing what I was doing. Yeah. And then ever since then, I've just ingested all the, all the content and started playing. Uh, I think my first tournament was like, uh, basically this, my second tournament was like the main event. Because you know why not? Why not? <laughs> I remember. I remember yeah. when you were rolling through the halls of the Rio. Yeah, just you know, just making a little appearance, and so I, I was like, oh, why don't I start with the main event? That was great. And then over quarantine, I realized that cash is superior, 
Um, so now I'm uh, I'm a cash guy. Oh, the yeah. music to my Mostly, ears. Predominantly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. We take shots at the big shots. stuff. Sure, you, know, sure. you got to. Tell these guys something. I mean, listen, if you want the glory, and the, you got to play the tournament. <laughs> like, you got to get in there. This guy, the right? cash game, cash is king. <sighs> what is he talking about? Yeah, but you know, when you play big cash games, that there's a lot nice. of glory that's in nice. there. That's, that's nice. nice. That's big nice. Cash for for me, right. I'm going right. to play, you know, 100 NL. there's not a lot of glory in that but you know maybe i want a bracelet that that's how that's how you that's how you get the glory i would like a bracelet yeah that is on that is on my on my aspiration list Mm -hmm. are you gonna play a bunch of events this summer i think so So you're gonna focus on tournaments this summer and not cash or both you double dip it you know i think you can do a mix of both you know why (laughs) you can yeah why not not? advised well you know why is it not advised just because you want to put your focus on uh one thing don't listen don't listen to him oh you're the one that told stop trying to stop trying to take our cash action man look uh you you focus on one thing because you get distracted easily you know I, you're I the do. tortoise i do I am. my man hoodie yes. here he's trying to double dip like yes. let the man dip, dip his pen wherever he wants you I'm, I'm a, I'm a multitasker i'm a rapper i'm a right. songwriter cash game player tournament Tournament. <laughs> how big yeah. do you play when it comes to cash <laughs> Um, the, the hustler game that you just played was that like big stakes for you or normal? No, that was that was one of the the bigger games that I've ever played because I was I was talking about potentially doing their Friday game, Ooh. and then I was like, I think I I think I would play a little scared if I had like a hundred thousand dollars in sure. front of me. So sure. I'd like to maybe work my way up there one day, but right now, yeah, like, I think like twenty five fifty is pretty much the <clears throat> the, the biggest that I've kind of done yeah so there's two approaches right there is the slowly graduate your way up there or you just do what ethan does we love rampage you just yeah. just start firing you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. one three five ten fifty hundred you know fuck it we ball <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> yeah. who cares difference. get in uh, there <laughs> ethan is six sunday i do i do love me some rampage yeah we all do he's mm-hmm. a go big shout out to rampage also kind of having our back a little bit on the friday yeah. stream whenever uh nick airball was firing his mouth um if you if you are double dipping this summer, yeah. let me know. Uh, I can fast track you in some spots, get you in some good good games. I I, I definitely want to play a lot more tournaments this summer, and in, yeah, just in general. Like I I, I kind of look at this year as I'm going to be very active in music. Like mm-hmm. I just released an album, Bob, yeah. Bob. Um, but I, but also <laughs> I'm going to like I really want to just do more than just show up for the main event, which is kind of like what I've done in the past. So I'm, I'm going to be, yeah, a lot more active. And I, and part of that is, is watching, you know, this podcast every day. Oh, so yeah, if you're yeah, not, a lot if of, you're not right. doing that, um, <laughs> a lot of informative up. strat chat here. Every it's just, Wednesday it's just to be in the world, you know, just to, just to feel the vibe. Well, you're fucking in it now, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, you are. you're here. You're waiting in the waters. I, I actually listened to your album this morning when I was at the gym uh did you just break up with someone well not just but it is it is, it is a breakup album it's, it's 100 percent a breakup yeah, yeah. album. if you've gotten broken up with this is this is the this, this is, is the music album for you, for you. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. Out, big 100%. shout out to glenn or whoever's girlfriend you accidentally banged but oh yeah that's ben you're very good with rhyming people's names rick i might nick, <laughs> glenn ben potential yeah, yeah. future love it. getting in the game yeah you, you know? got some rhymes that's you got some rhymes on you i like it did that actually happen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For real? Yeah, every 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 word is completely real. 
<laughs> I don't know if you're no, trolling or not, but I, I, he's being serious. I, gave, I gave you an insincere stare, but I'm being sincere. The name of the song is Ben or no? Uh, hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, check out the album if you haven't already. It's on Spotify. But the name of the song is Hey, Ben. And the the entire premise behind it is he and this person he doesn't know are sleeping with the same girl. Yes. Where they both thought that they were... The exclusive main, yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly so were you both side pieces that's I the think question. I, I well i think i turned into the side piece accidentally uh, that's kind of right, right. what happened through it all mm. but yeah um that and the really cool story about that is i wrote that song with mark hoppus from blink 182 oh, which is like the first time i've ever like really uh been starstruck in person with someone yeah, i was like yeah. i'm in mark hoppus's house this is yeah. crazy like the 13 year old me was yeah i'm just glad i didn't mess it up so it was great it, it's a great song. Yeah, uh, it, the album's fantastic. Go ahead, it's like. very funny to me because like when I was thirteen, like No Interruption was the song yeah. that kind of blew up. I love up. that song. It <laughs> fucking blew up. I'm like, holy shit! It's the guy that made that song in the podcast. It's full circle. <laughs> the world is so small. Yep, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of your first album, No Interruption. I have on loop all the time. Thanks, now man. that I know that it's uh, royalty free, I'll mix it in with a little Leroy Town. Oh yeah, you on I, the streams. I, you know, I very much have always been like. Um, never like trying to claim anyone copyright like it, it makes no sense you just give your music to creators use however they want and it's it's great exposure for yeah it just seems well. like such a net positive Completely. for everyone the yeah. only people who have really made that even problematic is like the record labels right and i've sort of done all my music stuff without being signed to a label so i get it like the benefit of just being available on the internet and then like twitch right because twitch will like start giving dmca strikes for people that have copyright music on their streams and then you might get like banned from twitch if you use music that doesn't have a real tv hey if you ever collaborate with uh taylor swift yeah. let me know i'll be your assistant for the day <laughs> I, I, I've, I've met taylor swift before you have? yeah yeah and it I, I said something stupid. <laughs> I would, well, I would. And then too. I was like, oh, that was, that was dumb. What did you say? Do you remember? Can you, can you tell us? Oh, I think I said something like, oh, hi. Yeah, I'm Hoodie Allen, not Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, but you're cooking cool. though. You're cooking. Oh, you're cooking. Yeah, let him cook. Let him yeah, cook. Let cook with that. Cook. Yeah, it wasn't good. You yeah. guys are close That's in age, right? right? Him and Taylor, Taylor Swift, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. The, same age, yeah. the irony yeah. is, I would, I would wager without knowing that she doesn't know who Woody Allen is. Yeah, she does. I don't know, man. I don't know who that is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Taylor Swift is very cultured, knows a lot of things, and she, of course, don't she knows she who Woody about Allen Tay -Tay is. Like that? I, I mean, I'm and, just, and she also knows who who uh, Woody Allen is because well, they met. You, His inner Swiftie is coming out. It's on his shirt, actually. My girl, you know, he got very upset by this. Uh, you've been in the game for like what 11 years 12 yeah, years now yeah basically been doing music for like 10 years what what has that process been like i mean especially being independent it seems like you kind of came in right as the digital wave was starting to hit so this actually became an option to be independent oh yeah it's it's crazy because like music and how people like listen and discover music changes like every two or three years yeah it's like when i started it was you're not you're not going to be able to relate to this but like <laughs> but like music blogs no does anyone remember listening on like internet blogs and no no i was yeah. too busy ripping songs for free off of napster yeah. <laughs> that's fair that's super fair but yeah it just keeps changing so it's always like like with the tiktok almost like you know potential ban yeah like, that's terrible for for musicians oh I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah and for, for small sure. businesses and for everyone yeah so hopefully that doesn't happen well, specifically but... only fans i mean <laughs> talk about yeah. only friends only fans is is absolutely 
channeling TikTok as their number one marketing funnel. Yeah. It's, I didn't it's ridiculous. That. I know this girl. Uh, what does that say about your for you page? <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't even have the app downloaded. <laughs> I mean, if I did, if I did, no. but if I did, I'd see it. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Uh, but no, I know I'm friends with this girl, uh, also an East Coaster from uh, the AC area, and her first year doing only OnlyFans, she posted no nudes. She just did uh, like cosplay, and she used uh, what call it TikTok as the major funnel. She was making sixty five thousand dollars a month, a month, just building these TikTok pages. Like she would build a different TikTok page for each uh, like different genre of cosplay right so it would be like you know anime and she would just build a tiktok anime and get like 150,000 followers and then just funnel them to 5.99 a month and like it was a rinse and repeat process that was a no like how i mean i know how <laughs> i know how you know how but like yeah. it just seems so <laughs> crazy to me that this app that we're all hooked on has millions maybe close to billions if you include china of of people watching and following <laughs> are all just like drilling down on the the sex aspect of it where it's just like oh hot girl yeah where's, why where's why even link? use a solver ever right <laughs> like what are we doing man? download yeah. only fans what are we doing <laughs> this is not the way uh do you do you see like a big spike in your following and stuff like that through these social media platforms yeah i mean i i, I see a lot of artists complain about using this stuff but it's honestly Great. I don't know. Do you guys po post like poker content and clips yep. everywhere? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, it goes crazy. Like YouTube shorts and everything. It's such a great like tool. So yeah, I, I, I'm super. It's like, so hit or it. miss in our industry. Yeah. Uh, like we have a TikTok page. There's maybe a dozen videos that we have, w which will have like a hundred thousand to a quarter, quarter million uh, watches or whatever. Yeah. And then we'll post something that's almost identical and we'll get like 550 views. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so the thing. Weird. It's like about resilience because like it gives you that dopamine when you get something yeah. and you're like, oh, I should keep doing this. And it's like, fuck you. We're going <laughs> to make sure no one sees your stuff. So yeah, you yeah. just have to keep going with it, I think. I also think that like most of these platforms uh, have like a covert suppression of gambling. In So like maybe the difference right. between the one that pops off and the one that doesn't is we say something along the lines of gamble or yeah. risk or whatever mm -hmm. and the algorithm just catches it and Im immediately suppresses it yeah which is kind of strange considering most of these platforms are being used to funnel people to f uh pornography sounds like you might need a fun <laughs> uh solver for that instead of an OnlyFans. dude if we had a youtube algorithm solver i wouldn't be starting fucking beefs on twitter no that's for sure <laughs> Yeah. You started yeah. beefs on YouTube. I didn't know you started <laughs> yeah. beef on Twitter. That was a good transition. Yeah, thank well, you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't start beef. I ended one. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Night night. Um, I guess we can we can chat a little bit about this uh, as you seem to be very interested. I'm I'm Switzerland. No, I, I'm not saying you have a side. I'm just saying like you. I, I I know some of the people involved. I I like everyone involved. So I'm, there's <laughs> no there's no delineation. But I, I'm I, yeah. But you're like you're grinning at the sight mm -hmm. of blood. Like, yeah, let's go. I love drama. Injected into my veins. Yeah, I, I love I, I love a good quote tweet. I I <laughs> quote tweet is it really is the new fuck you yeah. in uh in in Twitter land. I I didn't really intend on. We, we've been talking about it since uh, Doug dropped his video last week of like, okay, do we respond? If we respond, like, what's the proper way of going about this? Obviously, he's really great at memeing and, and dunking and doing what he does. So, you know, whatever it is that we do, we should expect it to, to be retaliatory. And it was just like, you know what? 
now that I've accepted this match and my focus is going to be on training and playing Rick Airball for the next however long, uh, why don't I just fade into the ether? Because Twitter seems like a cesspool. Yeah. <laughs> May as well just like... <laughs> seems kind of, like or is? Well, I don't know. It has its moments. But I felt like yesterday, uh, as I was like kind of gathering all my resources and realize, realizing how much time I was going to have to set aside for all this, it was like, perfect. This means I have no time for social media. It's time for me to just Homer Simpson into the bushes and uh, just drop one more fuck you to everybody that has had something to say over the last week or so. So I, I didn't I didn't really hesitate. Usually I would run this kind of stuff by the team and be like, hey, this is the message I'm gonna like put out there. Like, you know, do we expect any strays to come our way? Like, how do you guys feel about it? But yesterday I was just kinda like, nah. Nah. I, <laughs> I thought it was perfect. I was like, I don't want to get this one downvoted by anybody. Nah. Like it's just nah, it going. Was good. It was good. Nah, it was a good yeah. one. Um actually I just read something on Twitter of Max Silver just tweeted, Don't believe everything you read on Twitter. Doug Polk and Berkey have been close friends for years. <laughs> this whole thing is obviously engineered to go Nick locked into a high stakes heads up match. Oh, well played, guys. Have fun divvying up the money. <laughs> what in the fuck? Yep. I'm yeah, so yeah. lost right now. No, you've, you've caught us. You're on to the scam. Now that he's agreed, uh, I can let the cat out of the bag. Doug's actually been my backer for the last 15 years. Uh, it's, it's been a wonderful, warm relationship. <laughs> I uh, couldn't appreciate the man anymore. No, honestly, though, it's like 4D I said this. chess, you know, it's, you guys are playing 4D chess. He makes this really uh, roast video on you, gets, uh, gets the right. people going, gets you to play a format that you actually don't want to play at no. all. Or and, have ever studied for that right. matter. Or have ever studied, and here we are now, you know, it's the perfect plan. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's actually not what happened. That sounds like something that my man Progress would tweet. Do <laughs> I mean, you, you, you have any collabs in the works with... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no collaboration. I don't know, man. He kills the TikTok game. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I hope you got going on. But <laughs> yeah. I have a question, though. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so that, that, that beef is, is real. That that's a that's a legit beef for you. Like, is it like? Oh yeah. Like, is it on site in person, or what? What is the, what is it? What is what is the like um, the level to this? I I'm I'm a grown man <laughs> with no interest in fist fights. Okay, but, but so yeah, take out the physical aspect. Well, like, let's not at first because uh, I will say that over the last twenty five years of my life, I have not had any urge to get into a fight. I haven't been pushed to that. <laughs> But, you know, I was bullied a lot as a young kid who was dirt poor and fat and didn't fit in. And I took a lot of punches to the face. And eventually, like, you know, you don't want to tolerate that anymore. And something just snaps inside of you. I felt that last week. Mm -hmm. I haven't had the urge to punch someone in the face in decades. Potentially. If, if given the opportunity in that exact moment when that video dropped, Doug was standing in front of me laughing... I would have headbutted him in the nose and I yeah. wouldn't have felt bad about it. That, that's, that, I felt the same way. Yeah. I was just like, this, like, this fucking guy. I, 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 just, I, I, well, just, I just, like, genuinely, in my heart of hearts, loathe him yes. as a human being. Yes, he's just awful. He's just an awful, awful person. And it's like, and then, like, I felt personally, like, he didn't personally attack me, but he did because I, you know, I'm part of this company. And, and for him to just, like, I know what this company is, right? I, I've, I've been around. I know how hard everybody works. I know what great content we put out. And for him to just come in and just fucking smear campaign and, and say all this bullshit that isn't true, 
I just, I, I was enraged. I mean, he's the, I was fucking He's enraged. the literal Tucker Carlson of this industry. Yeah, right. He you is. Know, he's, he's just really, uh, really. I, I felt, but Burke, I know how you feel. Cause I was like, oh fuck that son of a bitch is in front of me right now. <laughs> listen, listen, Matt, it passed. Yeah. you might it passed, be above, right. ab- above, uh, potentially fighting a grown man, but the tortoise is coming for you slowly, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming slowly. If he sees him. Listen, I, listen, I'm, I'm not, no, no physical violence. I, as much as I want to, that's, that's not what we do, but I, I'll give him a fucking piece of my mind. If I see him this summer, I goddamn tell it's you just, that It's just, it's a right small now. world. You guys <laughs> like have to pass each other. At well, that's point, the part right? that I don't understand is like, you know, at some point we're going to be on stream again together and he is just going to feel however he feels and he will try to throw in some like sharp jab. I mean, we've played on stream together before and it's just like, it's so abundantly clear to me that uh, his team behind him is a lot of where the wit and the and the the snappiness and the mm-hmm. edits and all that stuff come from. Right. Like we've played on stream a bunch and you can just sit there and see his wheels turning where it's just like, okay, we've been here for an hour and I haven't gotten a good jab in yet. Like yeah. where, where can I work it in? Mm-hmm. And like as somebody who kind of grew up verbally sparring a lot, has that competitive nature. It's like, that's not the way that like wit really comes out well, you know? And you, you don't try to be funny. You don't feel like you need to manufacture it. It's like spots just prevent, present itself and you sit there quiet until it does. Mm-hmm. So at some point we're going to play on stream together and I'm sure he's going to come with like written fucking material that, you know, like, like it's a battle rap that he's been preparing for for months. And well, I got you with the battle rap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Right. Yeah, yeah. Have you gotten any beefs? Yeah, I've got some. Ex- I've got some beef experience for sure. <laughs> what you got? Like actually, no, no, nothing. Like just you know, like if you're a rapper at some point, you you make you know diss tracks and and whatnot. So yeah, if you need a ghostwriter, <laughs> you at least know one one person who can help. I mean, <laughs> maybe two. I, at least I'm not trying to do a rap battle. That would be we great got, though. That's we, great we content. Got we got two. We got my boy the Shores as well. Oh Pete yeah, Morris. he's, he's probably a better battle rapper than me. So maybe go there first. <laughs> <laughs> Run it by the advisory council. Backup, yeah, yeah. I'll just on the council. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear. I want to hear more about like the rap culture side of it, though. Like, what has driven you into diss tracks, and like, what, was it kind of the same thing, like cloud building, or is it just like people come at you hard and you have to respond? No, I mean honestly, some in the past, I usually put my own foot in my mouth because like something <laughs> will happen personally in real life, and I and I you know I come from growing up listening to you know, uh, Nas and Jay-Z and like, you know, all, all, all these like really amazing music that has come out of kind of conflict. And I'm like, oh, so I just, you know, if I have a problem, I'll just kind of sneak diss it into a rap. But, you know, I also sometimes forget that like, um, I'm kind of like a pop rap guy right. mixture. And, and some of the fans are like, why would you say something mean about this other guy that I like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry guys. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to... It's all good. We're all friends. So yeah, in yeah. the yeah, beefs are complicated. You have to have like the temperament to go through it, and you know sometimes I'll I'll do that and then be like, Ugh, I don't like the response back. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, well, I imagine like it's it's similar, right? It's a competitive space. Totally. So you know everybody's always trying to like one up and and make sure that they overhold or hold over on on others. But in yours, it's actually it's a lot. It's probably a lot more. Uh, relatable to like the poker training space, right? Because in actual poker, you just compete, right? Like uh, whether it's heads up matches or you just put in volume against one another because you perceive each other to be the spot. Um, at the end of the day, the money will kind of do the talking. But whenever you're talking about like 
trying to vie for popularity. Because when it comes to training or, you know, music, whatever the case may be, you're, you're really just trying to capture people's interest. And at that point, I see where these tactics are really effective. And uh, it's tough because if you're not kind of willing to play the game, you do get left behind in a big way. Like, nobody's ever going to question how big Polk is in this industry. He by far has the biggest megaphone and has built the biggest platform. But a lot of it is off the backs of the people that he kind of stepped on along the way. And it's like, well, if the idea was to become popular, he's definitely the most successful. And, uh, you know, taking the, the quote-unquote diss track route seems to be a pretty effective tool. Especially yeah. when that sometimes that allows you to play somebody heads up in a format that you know very, very well for seven figures when he did it to d -Nags. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how that stuff happened, but now they're just like the best of friends. So imagine, imagine like, I don't know how versed you are at battle rapping, but I would, I would assume not very, just because well, okay. that's not your background. I see, I see my, my, I'm slowly shifting to the opposite. You know. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's like, that's not what I know you for. Just no, no, like, it's you, gone. you should assume I'm not very well versed in heads up. Uh, but like, imagine that like somebody who that's their entire career, that's all they've ever done. Like goads you into a seven-figure match to battle oh, rap for them. sure. Yeah, you you'd have your like you know guard up being like ah this is this is a bait. Yeah, you have to figure out. But like, like at some point you fall for it. for sure because there's ego involved still. Because we if we care about what you do, they're gonna have ego involved to some extent where you're like I gotta I gotta defend my honor I gotta step up. So I don't know. To this this whole thing to me is so interesting because I feel like there's two there's like two levels to it because there is like the subjective like who's going to win on Twitter thing. Yeah. And then like, well, when you play these matches, there's, there is a definitive winner in terms of yeah. the match itself and what's more important. And I don't know. I think everyone potentially has different goals or well, a couple it, different goals. It, it's weird because obviously winning the money is more important, but it's less in your control, right? So winning a Twitter is, is almost like a security blanket because if you win the, if you win the court of public opinion, then the variance of the actual match itself kind of doesn't matter, mm -hmm. right? At the end of the day, we're playing 5,000 hands. If either of us win a million dollars, I would be shocked. And that's not to say that like a 10 buy-in swing is that uncommon heads up. It's more so just that like with the sample being as small as it is and with the depth of the stacks being as, as great as they are, it's just hard for the money to get all in over and over and over again right over this like small sample and lose them repeatedly right yeah yeah and and like be on the ass end of it so it's like you sorry, know at the end Mark. of the day like it's probably going to be a three or four buy and swing one way or the other good sorry there's a pressing question in the chat please um is there any truth to the rumor that you you're funding your buy-in from your secret only fans yes <laughs> okay this is, this is absolutely true uh, thanks Snoop Dogg. i've been very successful <laughs> On the OnlyFans yeah, app, TikTok funneling. Uh, it's not the what you the think, though. Yeah. yeah, it's not what you think. It's it's not it's not all yeah. dick pics and uh, <clears throat> me flexing in a mirror. If you've ever seen on cast, you never see him in sandals. It's because those puppies sell for a lot. Uh, I do have <laughs> I do have remarkable feet. By the way, that's that is not a joke. You can but, find them on Wiki Feet as well. But, <laughs> no, not this again. <laughs> actually, what what I sell is just hardcore alt right takes. I, I, have a, 
<laughs> I have a total other life that you guys don't know about. Where I just, I just really clamored to the uh, to the neo Nazis of the United States of America. Christ, <laughs> give them all the rhetoric that they want. Oh my you know, God. and then uh, we move on. We come back and we we're normal again. There's a, there's a market for this. Everybody, everybody has their outlets, you know. Or so imagine. Of course, there's a market for it. Trump's been doing it for a long time. Right. You understand. <laughs> you think we don't know, but Prahlad has always known. Prahlad's my number one. He's my number one donator. <laughs> uh, Burke, for, I, I think most most people probably saw the tweet, but for those who don't know, uh, maybe run down the terms of this uh, this match. Sure. Uh, we are playing three days a week. Uh, so the idea was Nick wanted to his credit, the man wants to battle. Uh, he literally wanted to play 30 days straight, six hours a day. You don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, just I don't. I just. I, I would step in and be like, he's got two academies to run. Like, no, I, no, I, we need him. I'm just like, man, to. 42 hours a week is an awful lot. Can we, you know, be reasonable? Uh, I have other priorities. How about 20 hours a week? And he's like, okay, uh, I think we can work with that. And initially it was like, still going to be seven days a week. I was like, look, look, like, let's just. Carve out three days. You have other shit you want to do. You want to play Hustler Fridays. Like, let's not step on each other's toes here. Let's just play the weekends. It's a lot more clear for me. And then you don't have to keep traveling a bunch. So we're doing Saturday, Sunday, Mondays, six and a half hour long sessions, um, 100 hours total. Or uh, so basically the winner can never quit until 100 hours is met. Right. Uh, alternatively, if you're down a million, you can opt out at any point in time. Okay. Um, I think that's the the major terms. Uh, there's a 10K penalty if you decide to quit a session early or uh, you miss a session. That's not to be confused with just saying like you quit and pay a 10K penalty for the remaining hours. It doesn't work that way. Uh, it's it's literally just a caveat. The hours still have to be made up regardless. Um, so there's a no quit. You can't quit. If you're down a million, you can quit. But, like, but the winner can never quit. Okay. So you can't like get up 500K and have, you know, call it five sessions remaining and just say, I'm going to give you 50K, we're done. Okay, what if you're down 300K? and You can pay 700 and quit, but that would obviously be silly. Gotcha, understood. So what happens so if he, no... he is up 500 and then he actually quits? Uh, what is the... Like, there, I guess there, we, that's a good question. We didn't really have a penalty in place. Uh, well, he would have to pay 10K for every scheduled match that he misses forever. Like indefinitely. Yeah, yeah indefinitely. Uh, and you know, enforcing that obviously is not very easy. Yeah, and it's kind of a negative free roll for me, I guess, because uh, if he can like, quit, the inverse could never happen. He could just he could destroy okay. my my rep. Um, if I were the one who was up like 500k and just said like, <clears throat> okay, I'm done, uh, I would just get dragged. Whereas like him getting dragged, he doesn't have much of a rep to to sully. Uh, so I guess like from that vantage point, yeah, I don't think that I don't, I think that's a very low probability of that happening. Yeah. I know it won't happen on your side, but I, I don't think that will happen. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, getting hit and ran would be brutal. Yeah. Um, you can just show up on hustle every Friday and collect 30 K. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, mean, not, hey, I don't Nate, know if you noticed, time man. to pay 30 K. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but they're not letting me back in the building anytime I mean, soon. You just, like, you be outside. My man, my man, I'm have to train you up and send him. Yeah, no, I, I, I can put in a good word for you, but <laughs> it might be a little too little too late. <laughs> I don't understand. I did them a goddamn favor. 
they're more secure now. Uh, yeah. People are people are putting eyes on them. You know, they got rid of Garrett. <laughs> what more they ask for? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! They owe Robbie the world. Imagine if that hand never happened. Oh my God, we might we might uh. No, I don't know. I was gonna say we might. <laughs> what happens if that hand doesn't happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We might see a random stream in Texas overtake them. I guess. I think the show's gotten so much better since then. I mean, personally, as a viewer, explain. It's it's more entertaining. I mean, like I I don't I don't. There's no there's no beef with Nick, right? Like, or is there with between me between and you guys? Tucci? No, sorry. Uh, uh, or Airball. Airball. I literally have never met this guy. I, I have no beef. I, I mean, like, I, I've played I'm, with him before. I like him a lot. I'm very bothered that he called me a scammer. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's. But but, uh, I, but that's I, I guess just I'm, from an integrity standpoint, right? I I think I, I guess I'm yeah. I I didn't get called a scammer, so I guess I can't internalize <laughs> what that feels like. But I know that there's an entertainment aspect that I think is preceding everything else. Yeah, I don't him, mind probably. the character that he plays. Yeah. I don't mind that he called me out to play heads up. Like literally, just the line is drawn for me at, at you know sure. false accusations of being a scammer. Yeah, uh, but he seems fine. He seems fun. He seems good for TV and good for the show. I think you guys are going to be best friends. I don't <laughs> think that is going to happen. That would be funny. I actually feel quite confident that that's not <laughs> going to happen. Best I'm, friends? <laughs> I'm largely debating whether or not I need to wear headphones. <laughs> yeah, uh, so many people have said that. I, I highly doubt you all. I don't think I can. I, I've just never worn headphones like in those settings, especially heads up. But it it, it seems a little a little tough after a guy calls your character into question to just become best friends with him. I mean. I understand. I mean, who knows what his motives is? I mean, maybe his motive is just to get you to play. But I mean, maybe his motive like, is to become your best friend. Maybe it is. Well, that's a bad way to go around. <laughs> it it might work it. if uh, if he just gets to be the whale that I bring to all the games. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we, we joked about like Doug and I being partners and everything else, but like I said three months ago or so, I missed him making content because when he was trashing me, my business was good. Like, I just get to play so much more poker. When he puts up low light hands that I've played, and suddenly a bunch of seats open, the conspiracy is back, baby. In, in <laughs> that, with that in mind, it would be pretty uh, optimal for you to lose this battle. Then, yeah, nah, like like <laughs> no, there's too much like money like, zoom, like zoom out. Like it's not the worst thing ever. Then, uh, I mean, I think I've established that I suck hard enough to get the seats. <laughs> Let me just make a couple million off this dude and fade into the sunset. Oh, I'd be pretty content with that. Is, does anything like this exist in your industry where like there's just an opportunity at a very large sum of money? Um, people making fake NFT collections. Right. <laughs> Besides that, I don't, I don't know if I can think of anything. That's kind of like the equivalent of us running app games. The old rug pulls, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So you, you said that you were called... A scammer before from any creators in particular oh no it? i was saying i i i, I, I cut, to be honest i kind of forgot that that was the impetus for this actually happening right i was like oh <laughs> yeah there's like there's like beef with doug and then somehow you and nick are playing that's that's that was a pretty good bait i yeah, guess yeah yeah, yeah. For it to happen but no i don't i don't think i've been called a, a scammer before um <laughs> it's tough but it's tough as a as an artist to really scam anybody out Maybe of scam people out of an album they thought was going to be better perhaps sure. <laughs> <laughs> they want their 9.99 back off of itunes that could be that could definitely be the case Man, remember itunes imagine still I paying do. for music i wish <laughs> those, those, were, those were the days then i could then i could play on the friday streams right you know, 100 200s for sure yeah how was that stuff kind of when it comes to the profit splits of creator to itunes 
and because now it's mostly just through streaming yeah. services right yeah well uh, streaming services like basically with spotify you'll get like four thousand dollars for every million streams um which is i guess not that much. it's really a volume game so if you're like there's definitely like a middle economy of artists that are, have kind of sort of been screwed by by streaming a little mm -hmm. bit because like you know where it used to be buy an album for ten dollars people don't really do that as much anymore no i've heard of people getting like checks for like 37 cents from spotify and stuff like that oh they need to get like, their streams up then sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah. but yeah, it's tough it's definitely tough 37 but, cents is a good check in the mirror of like maybe this isn't for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 definitely uh i mean it's just tough to do any, anything you love is tough you know yeah that's true but here you are you've made it album number four probably I, I don't even know how to count albums anymore but yeah there's <laughs> yeah there's, there's been there's been a lot of them it's it's <laughs> tough to follow on spotify too it's like check out the the, yeah. the remaining eps and you click it and it's like this long list but like five of them are just one song oh 100 percent. yeah the organization's weird on there yeah but that's why i think i'm gonna quit music and just go full-time into poker and beefs and <laughs> Oh my God! Please cue the Billy Madison meme where I just grab his cheeks and say, "Don't you ever leave." Yeah, right. I just want to know who I should, you know, um, start beef with. Yeah, exactly. Who do you want to start beef with? Let's start there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It needs to be someone who also isn't fully a pro. Isn't fully committed. Isn't fully committed. I mean, there have to be other musicians that play poker, right? We got to start there. Nelly. <laughs> oh, Nelly, Nelly's a nit though. Nelly, oh, Nelly's low key yeah. is super, super nit. That'd be crazy if you got into like, like it's another rapper, but you actually get in a poker beef with Nelly instead of a rap beef with him. <laughs> um, I love, I love Nelly though. Yeah, His he's catalog, he's no, yeah, of course, sure. Air Force Ones, yep, Country Grammar. Oh, Nelly's yeah, I'm gonna start. Yeah, this is a call out to Nelly. <laughs> see me in the 510 streets i'll be at the borgata that's right for the next month 30 days straight he used to play uh, a fair amount of uh like 1020 at the Bellagio back yeah. whenever i was coming mm -hmm. up wait really yeah yeah, yeah. i'm telling you man he was a low-key nit you just show up and oh, yeah just, I, I remember a hand i stacked him i i flopped a straight and he flopped a set of sevens and it took Every bit of convincing for him to put in his 150 big blinds. It was. It was. Uh, Honestly, I think that's. I think that's relatively common with um, like celebrities when they play. Like they seem more nitty. I think just because they're inexperienced, you know, and it's just like, oh, this person has a lot of money. They're just gonna throw their money in, but they don't want to look dumb. And I think they're, you know, being inexperienced, they don't want to just like fire off a lot of money. I'm sure some do, but <clears throat> like. We played with DiCaprio that one time at, at, at Venetian. He played super tight too. Yeah, he played tight right? everywhere though. Like Nelly yeah. was like loose pre tight post, mm -hmm. which is strange whenever you flop a hand like as strong as a set. Mm -hmm. I think I had like six four and it was like yeah. seven five three. Right. It's like okay, you and he just has like there. top set of sevens yeah. and like doesn't want to put the money right. in. That one you should you want to go with. Uh, I want to change my my uh, my call out. Okay, right. um, I'm going to call it Drake instead. There we go. <laughs> there you, go. you can more, make a lot more, more. money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sure. Uh, and yep. he likes to gamble. There this you is go. Yeah. You so, might be able to get a stake.com right. fucking sponsorship too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Does that <laughs> mean you guys are going to play heads up or are you guys going to share like a, a home game going? And I'll, you guys I'll, have I'll do whatever, whatever, Drake. You, you name it. Throw <laughs> so Mickey on there. He's not a musician, but you know, he's in LA. You know, you get the good games. Mm -hmm. what, about, uh, what about Adam 22? 
Oh, I've never met him, but we we follow each other on Twitter, and I know he plays a a, a fair bit. Yeah, uh, that makes me wonder who like the best in in your guys' mind. Who's the best non like someone who comes from I don't Call know like specialty poker player? Sure, yeah. yeah. Who, who, who who's who's the most talented person you've seen or like the best? That's that's who I want to come for next. That's who you wow. want to go for? Yeah. Honestly, Adam Twenty Two is up there. Okay. Con Volk is up there. Our friend Alex, uh, musician as well. Cool. Uh, as far as I know, for sure. But they actually study and try and like want to get good at poker so from that regards i would put them up there at the top of the list okay drake that there you go drake <laughs> we're going for you i think uh man i gotta tell you in my experience uh people with celebrity status not very good at the game just generally you want them in there uh kevin hart takes it very 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 seriously mm -hmm. very okay. seriously but uh, he plays mostly PLO and also low-key a little on the tight side. I think that that's just most people in general when they first start playing poker. Because right. I know when I first started playing poker, not that I'm a, a celebrity at all by any means, so stretch the imagination because <laughs> I'm not. Um, but like you just always start and see the game from a lens of value. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you always kind of want to make sure your money goes in good. You don't really have that other side of you unless you are the gamble-esque type where you're like, oh, I'm just trying to play big pots and run it with bluffs. That's so rare to find. But then once you realize how good bluffing is, then you start trying to dump in <laughs> all the money with all the bluffs. That well, good sense. news is you have these content games. Yeah, those, those, are, those are cool. Those are really fun. Um, but I'd love to play against like, like Rampage and, and guys like that as well, who kind of, you know... Toe the line. Toe the line, exactly. Yeah. The line, the line to play with Ethan used to be very long. It's starting to get a little shorter. Yeah. The man's showing up. He's getting shit done. Uh... How, well, I, I, should, I should ask this in the opposite order I was going to. What are your touring plans for the new album, if any? Oh, honestly, I did a lot of touring already. So I think I'm mostly going to just be making new music and um, showing up to random poker events, like spawning random places. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, that, I, is that like commonplace for you to tour prior to the album launch? No, very, very not commonplace, but maybe I'll get a, like a, a tour at like the end of this year or something like that, probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, honestly, I looked at my calendar. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some like uh, some of the World Series this year. I'm, yes. There's, uh, I'm playing the USPO okay. on Friday, Thursday, so that should be short. <laughs> 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 that should take up a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know. But wouldn't it be cool if I final table that? That'd be cool. You yeah. played uh, one of them already, right? Yeah, it was short. It was short. But <laughs> yeah. what was the experience like in general when it comes to going to the Poker Girl studio and that sort of side of it all? It was it was cool. Like I I'm really my main experience is playing in these huge, like, you know, five thousand, three thousand person, you know, fields, which are way different to navigate and mm -hmm. also filled with like, you know, um different like a, a variety of skill levels. And I just was looking around the table yesterday. I didn't recognize everyone, but there was like um uh, what's his name? Andrew Lichtenberg. Yeah, Chewy. Yes. I was like, oh, he's very good. Yes. So that's fun. And then like, uh, I, I think his name's Shannon Shore. Yep. yep. Also yeah. So good. he 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 busted me. And I was like, well, that's cool. That's a cool story. <laughs> but I just yeah, just looking around, I looked up. Oh, who was at my table? I was like, everyone's got like five million in caches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, so it's me. <laughs> I'm the in Taylor Swift. I'm the problem. It's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yes. But that, that's a cool experience too. That's kind of the reason why I wanted to even play it to, to kind of, um, I feel like you can learn when you're kind of testing yourself 
in a harder field as well, even if it doesn't go your way, you know, yeah. you got to gain that experience. Definitely. And there's, there's a lot to be said, even kind of showing up and playing these because these, uh, for the USPO, like 10 Ks and stuff, they're definitely not <clears throat> like, are the tournaments good for a 10 K? Yeah, sure. Of course they're good for a 10 K. But at the same time, when it comes to the elite in the field, they are so, so good and study so much. And every single hand has this back of the mind. Is this even right? Do I even know what I'm doing? And like, it's always that constant learning standpoint that just being in that in, in arena, in the environment, trying to get better and trying to see kind of how far you feel from that and the comfortability aspect can't be replicated through just playing like in an online setting or playing against like the machine or whatever. Oh, for sure. I, I found myself playing way more passively than I normally would. Like spots where I'd be like, oh, of course I'm three betting out of the big blind here. Just being like, ah, maybe I'll just see a, I'll just see a flop and I'll try to set mine. And, you know, and yeah. then that approach just slowly. You lose that lose way. It. Yeah. I, I slowly lost that way, but I was like, well, <laughs> I got to play for five hours till I like on a 20 big blind stack, just miserable. essentially. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a good experience. That's the transition from cash game player to MTT players. When you first start playing from cash to MTTs, you're like, ah, 20 big blinds, that's like nothing. And then you start playing MTTs for a long time. You're like, 20 big blinds, that's a fucking ton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to switch that mentality yeah. for sure. It takes a while. It takes a lot of losing. A lot of tournaments. For Can't that. wait. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are you mostly located out of now? Still the East Coast? Yeah, New York. Okay, so where do you mostly play? Um, honestly, I, when I come like to LA is, yeah. is probably the most I play when I'm in New York, I'm, yeah, there's no, there's really no options. My parents love to go to the Borgata and play craps. Hopefully I didn't just dox there. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'll come, I'll come along with them and, yeah. you know, just to be a, a good son. But for the most part, yeah, there's not, I think parts not, is pretty good a couple parts days a week. Yeah. 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 But I haven't really played there all, all, all that much. I played there maybe a few times. Would you ever consider doing like a dual tour where you're touring for music and kind of grinding on the side? Well, that's the crazy thing is I've turned like when I'll do a tour, I'm like such a degenerate now that, okay, when you go on, when you go on tour, usually you play a show and you have to get on your tour bus to leave for the next city by like 3 a.m. But the, the, maybe the show ends at like midnight. So I'll look at those two or three hours. I'm in like... <laughs> Uh, like Pittsburgh, I was like, up oh, going to Rivers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. go and just go sit at like two four with like five like eighty year old guys. Sure, then, <laughs> that's then, accurate. That, yeah. that's an accurate probably, description of Rivers two five. Yeah, they were great. They were lovely, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I found it like, oh, I'll now like I was just I was just in Europe and we had an off day in Berlin and I was like, oh, I wonder what the casinos are like in Berlin. So I went. Rake traps is the answer. I went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went and played, and apparently you have to wear like a, a jacket, yeah, a suit. Yeah. So I came dressed like this. That was I had to rent a jacket from them. Nice, which cost like ten euro or See? something. Rake trap. <laughs> and then and then just waited for the game. Kind of got drunk because they didn't have a seat for me, and I guess they only had like one table of five ten. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. I won, and I put some people on the guest list for was, the show. So it was just uh, yeah, was the jacket time. cool? No, <laughs> not, a very, not a very cool Did jacket. Give you like a leather jacket or something. No, no, it was no, like, no, a, it was like, like a, a suit jacket, yeah. like a suit yeah. jacket. It was like that's a new look. Berkey likes that look. The, the suit jacket over With the, top hood? the hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they made me take off the hoodie. Oh, I had to. Geez. And and 
it was so embarrassing because uh, <laughs> I didn't like, have a shirt on underneath. <laughs> no, even even worse, a fan had given me um, a T-shirt that was like a drawing they made of of me, like that they like. Uh, <laughs> and so I I had put that underneath because I was like, oh, I'm chilling. So then I just had a shirt with myself on it <laughs> and the blazer on top, and I was like, this is this is a look. This is a vibe. But I'm in Germany, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're just vibing, man. I'm just vibing out. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's bad when you have a picture of yourself on a shirt and people are just like They're very confused. Yeah. I went I almost went for the inside out look and it I was just like, nah, screw it. Yeah, you gotta own full it. send it. Just yeah. Send it, you just yeah. have to own it at that point. I, I'm really curious like uh about like the 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 specifics around touring and how you go about it, especially since you're an independent artist. So like how do you go about booking, you know, how much say do you have in in venues and stuff like that? Or are you yeah. negotiating all this stuff? And then I guess tell me a little bit more about like just the years past, like all the places that you've been, things of that nature. Oh man, yeah. I mean, touring is one of my favorite things to do. I do have a booking agent who does oh, that's the nice. negotiations okay. and the routing, but I, I'm very collaborative with it. So I'll, I'll I kind of know where. I love analytics, which is probably why I like right poker and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like I'll, I'll get in the weeds and be like, this is where we should play in this city, and yeah, I've uh, probably my favorite places to go. Or usually are outside of the U.S. Like I went to Australia once. That was amazing. Love Australia. Um, I played in Guam. Like really? literal Guam. Okay. <laughs> Guam is sick. Really? Guam is awesome. Wow. So I'd love to go back there one day. But yeah, London, the yeah. UK, um, anywhere where you're like, how do people know you over here? I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you've traveled a bunch for poker too. Right? Less like, than you would think. Really? Uh, outside of the States, it's really only been like the Bahamas and Australia. I wanted to do that Bahamas one so bad. Man, it's such a fun trip. Yeah. That's, that felt like a thing I could get my girlfriend to be convinced to come to. Yeah. And just be on the beach. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's, it's a beautiful resort. Uh, it's a long enough trip where you get to kind of have downtime. Mm. And enjoy yourself as well, uh, which I don't know how, how touring goes. I would imagine you're just kind of like very rigid on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some downtime, but like it's very structured. Your day is built out with meet and greets and sound checks and and the show. And you know, now you get older, like it's you, you get you get done with it. You're like, oh man, I'm I'm tired. I'm yeah. I'm wrecked. So yeah, it adds do you, up. Do you uh, have a preference when it comes to like recording music versus performing live? Oh man, it they kind of like. It's almost like a very cyclical nature because one washes the other. Sure. But I, I do, I think ultimately I love creating the most. So like I like, I like writing the feeling of like starting a song and finishing it. That's probably my favorite. If, yeah. with that being said, if you had the option to like, say you could earn as much or more um, as you do currently as, you know, Hoodie Allen, the, the persona, would you prefer to just be like a ghostwriter who's just constantly creating the lyrics and, and bringing this thing to fruition? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I love to, I love to, I like to write with other people and for other people, but there's something about like, there's a sense of pride when you've like made yeah. something and you get to kind of put it out and say, Hey, I made this. And people write to you and say like, Oh, this song really changed my life. And I'm like, really? The song is about getting cheated on by a guy with a guy named Ben, but <laughs> you know, it's weirdly relatable, unfortunately. So I, I was waiting for the, for the twist ending where like you, Ben and the girl just all kind of came to grips with what was going on. And no, hung no, that's, out. that song was like, uh, letting him know for the first time in real life. So <laughs> wow. that's, that's yeah. Shout out to Ben. Shout yep. to ben. Man. Speak, speaking of uh, no writing songs and yeah. uh, doing songs for others. Uh, we have a, thing that i've talked to you about very briefly oh God. yeah about for the main event we have a, a song slash music video we want to do for brian oh for getting God. brian in the main but i thought this was a secret no this, oh, was, okay. this was no we've been talking openly about this for a very long time okay gotcha. we joked about having you involved 
This uh, is my ghostwriting. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I see something a little bit more. I'm seeing more like T Pain. I'm on a boat type oh, of yeah. cameo here. <laughs> little, little, little parody action. Yeah. Okay. Like like I would love nothing more than the tortoise rolling down the the halls of Paris with smoke filled everywhere, <laughs> and you kind of leading the way with the mic. <laughs> Just, oh, this is like we're, we're the gonna, tortoise in the main verse. Right, we, you know? I mean, it gives, it gives the song some credibility. <laughs> right, right, right. It gets right. the people yeah. going. Whatever whatever Helmuth does, we have to put it to shame. Right. Essentially. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Imagine that Helmuth's entrance gets big time yeah. by Brian fucking Lamanna. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be your first main no no he's I, never I, missed I played, one I, yeah it is I gonna I be 15 times it's gonna be your oh. first main as the tortoise as the tortoise yeah, yeah. so this yeah. is the tortoise's right. first time right. in the, the main. tortoise's first does main. that mean you're gonna show up right. with the with the costume nah. i think you have i think you have to i might, I might if i if i'm do if i'm doing a, an appearance i want like the f you know that guy on tiktok oh. who like dresses up as a tortoise you know what i'm talking about what? like what? full face paint and like the shell no no but that's you, that's you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the face paint it's it's a look it seems a little or he's I a mean, maybe you know, he's a gecko i gotta do i'm in, I'm in for all of it let's he go. might be a gecko but it's a good it's a good <laughs> it's a good like pinterest board for mm -hmm. inspo for what you yeah. should potentially do Helmuth, what i want right. you to do though is get one of those those um pastrami sandwiches from a jewish deli <laughs> in the east coast and bite it into Just it sideways. It. That sounds so good. I love it. It's that. way better I than Pramanti's. So. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, that's a Pittsburgh shot. Nah, Pramanti's yeah, a shit. I, I know. Really? Uh, look, what? I'm I'm a Yinzer through and through, but let's call it spade a spade. Pramanti's a shit. I love Pramanti's. What are you talking about? It's literally a garbage plate. It's I mean, so it's, good. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, French fries and coleslaw and gabagol and, you know. Just... <laughs> All right, so for everybody who is not in the know, Pramanti Brothers is a Pittsburgh now chain they actually have them in like fort right. lauderdale okay and shit. if you go to like the outside chain no, the chains like actually aren't that bad the original permani brothers look I mean, the origin just, is very important here because it it describes why it's truly shit with berkey about food because it just doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'm so not gonna argue with him there Pits but permani is a okay. shit so pittsburgh is uh you know a coal mining Beautiful town by sandwich. trade a steel a, a steel town by trade and uh with that came a lot of truckers so mm -hmm. early in the, you know, whatever, 40s, 50s, somewhere along that line, Permani Brothers was developed as a truck stop yeah, type was, of restaurant. Way to get your entire meal into one sandwich. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> every sandwich comes with... these <laughs> <laughs> face is just like, what is It's happening? just Pittsburgh food is so... Like, you guys think you're like the best like food town. And you're like, so overrated. <laughs> oh, stop it. You're comparing Thank it you. to New York City. Yes. Where do you think all of our immigrants came from? There are, there, are, there, are some, there are some very good spots in Pittsburgh, but I mean, yeah, when you're comparing it to New York City or Vegas, which yeah, are of like course. The, the center of the food universe. Of right? course. Right. Compared to every right. other fucking... Right. I, I, I will be realistic about that. Right. <laughs> we're not, we're not trying to compete with New York City. We're yeah. trying to compete with Baltimore, and it's infinitely better than oh, Baltimore. You know, you're killing it. Good job beating Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, it's better you, than Philly, too. Crabs. Like, they have crabs. I don't know. Oh, I, think, I think you're kind of dead. It, it's just Pittsburgh crabs. is not yeah, better dead. than Philly. Yeah. Philly yeah, has Philly cheesesteaks, but like outside of that, it's not like they have amazing cuisine. Like We have <laughs> Italian food, Polish food. Like They don't have Italian food. food. <laughs> like, no, no, food. no. no. You know, it's, it's not that they don't have it. Of course, they have it. I'm saying Pittsburgh has like... They're they're rich with it. You know, you can go get no. a homemade pierogi at any given time. Any day of the week. Yeah. It's incredible. Is that something to be happy about? Yes. Have Bur you ever had a fucking homemade pierogi? Oh, so good. Clearly not.
but I don't know if you guys have this, but in Jersey, like delis are a huge. Yeah, part they're, of, they're right. That that's we originated chipped ham, man. No, that's Isley's chipped ham. I know, but that's not that's not what a a real good deli has. Like, I, 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 I I I'm on. <laughs> here we side. go. The fucking no. processed meats guy. Go. Well, okay, yes. Well, like if you want, like <laughs> you uh, want some good you, cured listen, meats, listen, you gotta get some Capricola. Right, right. If you want a good <laughs> sandwich, you go to New York and New Jersey. <laughs> that, you, that's that's the best spot. Like I, I sure. can't argue that. Like obviously, like you said, you go to the Jewish delis and you get the pastrami <laughs> sandwiches. Or, Go to a good deli, and you you, know, you get the salami and the double gold and the mortadella. Tom Great. Brunson, you yeah. can thank Tortoise in this conversation. I will Roma be at, deli. I'll be at Roma, Roma right Shout after out this. To Roma. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. It's great. I went the other. I go all the time. I went the other yeah. day. It's so good. Their yeah. sandwiches are so good. They are. I usually get a Roma sandwich and mm -hmm. um, take the ham or whatever, the Capricorn or whatever it is, and I put turkey. Yeah. Awesome. Brian's not happy with that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, man, you you I will say that sandwich looks amazing, though, Brian. Thanks. Uh, I want it. The so Permani sandwich? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that looks so good. It's yeah, not. It <laughs> it's, it's really not. It, it's, really? It's absolute shit. Oh. It's truly shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a sandwich that's constructed of like some shitty white bread, coleslaw, French fries, and then good your Italian choice of bread, meat. Good Italian bread. The good like Italian coleslaw, not like the shitty like random like with a bunch of, you know, like mayonnaise and shit in it. Like I good coleslaw. Good, good, made in the basement coleslaw. coleslaw with you know with the with the um, you know olive oil and it's got the uh, red wine vinegar in it and yeah it's, Be, it's good. listen man to man yinzer to yinzer be honest with me if this wasn't our hometown staple would you actually like permanis I like permanis I get like I I usually like if I go to like a, like a pirates game I go to the permanis. Uh, station and get it like every time i'm there i do like it yes. <laughs> is that because there's nothing else good at no no uh, oh, the stadium has quicker, great food quick quicker state and lube that's um, right we're the king uh, of wings baby yeah, wings too we really have all good. the best shit mm -hmm. we provide you with heinz 57 for all of your french fried needs <laughs> 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 we, we got homemade pierogies in the streets yep. we got little italy that's just mm -hmm. cranking out all the pasta and cured meats that you can handle yeah, you, you realize sausages the, you realize sausage. the people that are really from the east coast are just sitting here like rolling their eyes at you what? guys right stop comparing it to new york city man <laughs> you think the entire east coast is new york city no but we can just go up and down well not up nobody, no, nobody goes past like no you new go york. to manhattan that's it <laughs> you don't go anywhere beyond those four walls mm -hmm. and then you call the whole east coast like this must be what the rest of the east coast is like you ever been to vermont Conrad, that is that is um, Canada. You ever been to Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, is also Canada. Connecticut's got great pizza. Connecticut's got great pizza. Mm -hmm. Better than New York? What? Come on. Uh, yeah, so, so, some of the places are really better. Yeah, yeah. The tri-state area I mean, has very Vermont's good pizza. Got, they got some good ice cream. Ben and shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Oh, That's true. Mm. Uh, the way I, the way I see Pittsburgh is uh, if you are not fortunate enough to be in New York City or Chicago, it combines the cuisine of those two cities pretty well. Yeah. I've never had Chicago deep dish pizza. I want to try it. It's, it's personally not for me, but uh, people rave it's over incredible. it. It's incredible. I'm not really a I, sauce I've only guy. Grown up with it, to me, it looks like, uh, like almost a full pasta dinner uh. rolled into a pie kind of thing. It's kind like, of weird. I'm not yeah. a sauce guy and it looks like there's a lot of sauce. It's a lot of sauce. It's a lasagna. to me. You need, yeah, you need a spoon <laughs> to eat these things. Uh, no, no, well, you need a fork. Well, you need some Here's the thing. If you're in the mood for pizza, don't get deep dish pizza because yeah. it's not 
pizza in the traditional sense, right? Like, but it's good because it's just bread and cheese and sauce and pepperoni. Like, how is that bad? You Sounds just like mix a pizza. it all together. It is, but it's 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 not. You know, it's a big pizza. It's not combined the way a pizza would. The proportions are way different. What's right. the, it focuses on what different. What is different? Yeah, it's a lot more <laughs> sauce. So it's like yeah. it's very sauce heavy. It's um, and then it's like it's not like just cheese on top. It's like mixed in and 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 the, the crust is different. So someone said like, let's take the best parts of lasagna and put it into a pie. That's that's how I, I really. I kind of see that. Yeah, it's um, lasagna pizza because it, it's yeah. very cheesy. It's very dense. Like you yeah. can only eat like one or one two piece. slices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas you know, sometimes you just want to have that whole volume. Sometimes I feel good when I eat mm -hmm. a whole pie. Right. right? Hell yeah, you dude. Feel <laughs> <laughs> you feel good. Mm -hmm. Let's get that shame eating going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel good, and then you're just like, oh. And no, I don't feel obviously, good nobody now. has 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 pizza like New York. In in Neptune, New Jersey, there is this famous place that if you ate a whole pie, and it was like a really big mm -hmm. thin. In pie, but it was like thirty dollars or something. Um, you would get a free shirt, and it was just like you do that every year. You the things that people do for, for free, free fucking merch is and you don't have to shop. insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's true. Not for nothing, I'm just ordering my sandwich from Roma Deli, <laughs> and on the Uber Eats it says black owned. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny. Stop Brunson isn't black. No. <laughs> no, he's not. Conrad, Conrad must have some uh, some stock in Roma Deli. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, not for nothing. I, obviously, New York does have the best pizza. But shout out to Furies. Their pizza is fucking incredible. Furies. Uh, if you're if you're ever in in the Pittsburgh area and want to check, man, you are a bigger king of tangent. Than I am. Yeah, no, I. We really, were talking about touring. Yeah, I, re I really <laughs> fucked that up. I definitely <laughs> dipped the engagement for you guys here. I'm sorry. No, no we've doubled. Like I got Retention triggered when rate. you said Permani. Sorry. <laughs> I did. I knew how to push your buttons. You do. He, I looked, did he, it, he, looked, he looked at me with a smile. It's he knew very going easy on. to tr trigger a Yinzer. You just say yeah. something negative about Pittsburgh, and we'll go off for like 20 minutes. So you're on tour, okay? You're really <laughs> tired. You could, you could choose anything you want to eat. What's your comfort food right now? Oh man, I mean, I always go Mediterranean usually oh, on tour. It's like the that safest. That's so thing. healthy. Wow. Yeah. It Respect. Yeah. But then, but then I'll eat like a sleeve of Oreos afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, it's called balance. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. You're gonna do great in this industry. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel ready. Yeah, you you got it locked in, man. That's very clear. Uh, yeah, I actually, I'm picky about the way I eat, but uh, and for that reason, I hate eating out. But like Mediterranean is always the easiest go to because it's so fucking light and it's healthy. Light, like it's I always try to when people want to go to dinners, I'm always like really quick to suggest Milos because it's like I just know I can get like four ounces of fish there and I'm not gonna feel like I want to die afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you I, get like protein and rice and you feel good. Yeah, I eat Mediterranean every single day. But is they Milos? also have pizza. They also have the best pizza in Vegas, like Citrus, right down the block. If anybody ever wants oh, to go, okay. best pizza in Vegas, hundred percent. Is Milos the one at um, Red Rock? Uh, no, no uh, it's a Venetian. Venetian. A Venetian. Um, and there's this, they have a second, well, I guess it's not them, but they, the former head chef of Milos opened his own restaurant on mm, somewhere near Summerlin, I think. Mm. And it's effectively the same menu, just, you know, a third the cost. They did the same thing with um, a head chef at Nobu. He opened up Japanero and it is amazing. I love Japanero is nice. I love Japanero. So it's just like a nice little cool spot. What seven, eight tables? 
Yeah. Such good food a for like meat. a th- half so price. Good, dude. I love their meat there. Yeah. Can I be an instigator? Please. Un- untangent instigator? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I read on Twitter that you aren't going to be doing a stream for Correct. this thing. Yeah. Is, is, the, is the door closed on that? Uh, I would say that there may be like a slight crack. Because I, 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 think, I think it's a good idea. Obviously, for for the brand, <laughs> for you, no, why? not for me. Well, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it either way. Why why for the I think, brand? Because I, I think a lot of people are making everyone. this. I think a lot of people are making this argument. Why for the brand is it a good idea? It's it's just it's just it's the same reason why Jack for what's going on scandal was just only it only helps. You know, people can only hold on to the the negative or the drama for so long before they're just enjoying and enjoying, and it just means more more eyeballs, more people getting a chance to. To you, of course, they also get to see Nick. That every, everyone here is obviously getting a, an exposure opportunity, but I think the, um, I think like it's really hard to hold on to like the the negative details. That eventually you're just enjoying, you know, this this battle and this competition. Yeah. I think uh, the negativity surrounding it was probably the last reason why I didn't want to stream. I, I don't really care too much about that stuff. Uh, for me, it was just an incentive thing. If I were running my own stream, of course. I'd be thrilled. To why have why this. can't you re, like restream this and have it be on on software? Why? Um. Well, I guess it would depend on who we went through. If we went to Poker Go, that would be an option, but wouldn't matter because their platform is so much larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I refuse to go to the Lodge. Obviously, I won't play on <laughs> Hustler. Uh, so that just leaves major outlets like Poker Go, Poker Night in America, Live at the Bike, all of which have much larger channels than us and wouldn't in return do this without streaming it themselves Mm. so we would never get the eyeballs or exposure out of it that we were desiring um which disincentivizes in my opinion because i think i'm giving the most up by a long shot by streaming so there are a few things at play uh that went into my head first i don't want to make i don't want to reward nick's behavior in any capacity (laughs) <laughs> right so but you are because like, you're playing am i if i'm a huge favorite i'm not rewarding shit well just the opportunity right but he only wanted to play for clout right and that's kind of being stripped away in a big I don't regard know. i mean maybe he wants I to play think, for money I, too he yeah. truly does think he's that big of a favorite that's fine uh we'll i think he just s- likes poker a lot yeah perhaps uh the big reason outside of the time constraint and how stressful it would be given how much is on my plate uh, the other major reason why I wasn't really interested was because I didn't want to be streaming from the lodge. And uh, <laughs> it seemed as though that was a non-negotiable. So I thought it died on the vine. Like, gotcha. I, I thought the notion of us playing was like dead in the water if I was unwilling to do it on a stream. Um, I was surprised to hear him say like, okay, I'll bend to your terms and come to Vegas. And that's great. Like he thinks he has that big of an edge. We're going to battle it out on the felt. And to me, that's, that's all I want this to be. Uh, I don't want to reward the notion of like you call someone a scammer and you get the the notoriety that you're looking for type of thing. And then secondarily, it's like, this isn't my format. I don't study heads up. I've never studied heads up. And the last thing that I want to do is have to add in the caveat of we get to see each other's whole cards. And now a lot of the work moving forward is adjusting and readjusting based on perfect information. Instead, we get to play 100 hours where neither of us has any perfect information whatsoever, and the adjustments are going to have to be on the fly, based (laughs) off of observation, based off of our own personal biases, and how we filter that through, you know, the lens in which we we view the game. It's a pure form. 
it's much purer and also it's like what I'm most comfortable with. It's mm-hmm. what I've been doing for 20 years is playing in the live realm, feeling people out and trying to add a theoretical layer to that and, you know, figure out where all the money is being made. It's fucking street poker, baby. Okay. Well, at the very, I, I, I think those are some compelling thought out responses. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't ready to answer all the, all the sound logic. Um, that's I, where you call yeah. him a scammer. But yeah, you, yeah. yeah that's the right response. Feels, you, you can eliminate some of those by just streaming the last session. Yeah, perhaps. And if, it's, uh, if it's like super close or uh, a runaway, I think that either of those scenarios would be interesting. Um, more so if it's super close, I imagine. Uh, but like, even still, it's a lot of hoops to jump through, right? I agree. Like Brent reached out. He's like, PokerGo would love to host this. We should be ready by like early May. I was like, bro, he wants to be here in 24 hours. <laughs> like, he's coming like, next week, so. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't think that that's really an option. And then, you know, I don't know, given the history between Live at the Bike and Hustler, uh, as unwilling as I am to play on Hustler, I imagine Nick would be just as unwilling to play on Live at the Bike. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we do have the option that we can stream it from here, but I don't see why he would feel okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. I um, definitely see the hoops there for sure. Can I do yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be ideal if, uh, like, it would be a lot more favorable to us if we just ran a live stream game out of, out of here. Uh, but if I were Nick, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, and honestly, even as me, the owner, I don't really want to do that just because it puts so much of, like, it creates a shadow like of a, doubt. Yeah, yeah I don't want there to be a speculation. Yeah that you know this wasn't a fair match in some sort of capacity even if i jump through hoops to make sure that it's the most secure it could ever possibly be well okay so this is this is me positing as as someone who's going to be interested to watch yeah and would watch the stream but also we know that like these long poker stream formats are kind of tedious and boring anyway to watch like six hours of so like sure how i think you guys should come up with a way to make engaging five to ten minute recap content that features interviews or some sort of yeah. form so that people can kind of get bite-sized aspects of it maybe yeah this is engaged. one of those so this is one of those scenarios where when it presents itself uh it, it it becomes glaringly obvious to me once again and i i beat this drum maybe too often but it, it's very obvious to me that the incentives in this industry are very disaligned right so uh we're putting up our own money we're gambling for really high stakes and everybody within the space kind of wants a piece of the pie in some regard, right? Like they want to be the one to break the story. They want to be the one to cover it. They want to do all this stuff. And that's great. We should do that stuff because it grows the game. It brings in eyeballs. It's interesting. But at the end of the day, we're not being compensated in any capacity or incentivized in any sense to actually do that. So for instance, let's say that I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think that some sort of content should be created around this. But you'd own it, so you can monetize it in that sense. Sort yeah. of. Um, I, I think that the, the challenge becomes uh, the hoops that you kind of have to jump through in order to do that, right? So uh, I guess like I'm not sure how to properly go about it other than making vlogs, which is super easy, but it's going to be one-sided. You're not going to get Nick. I'm not going to sit down and interview him after every session. Like, I don't want to. And also, okay. like, he, he probably doesn't want to. So it's like, yeah, we could each make a vlog. Uh, and I probably will do something digital, whether it comes out 
actually weekly through updates or just at the end. Um, but it's not going to have the same impact. You know, it would be so much better if there was just media covering this throughout. But like, it can't be our job to for sure to seek that out. You know, yeah. if if the XFL says, "Hey, we're launching a new league and opening day is uh, next Saturday, April first, uh, that's all the further they have to take in. The media will then come and they'll do their thing and and report it appropriately. I don't want to be the one to to reach out to people and say like, hey, if you guys are interested, you know, you're more than welcome to come and report the hands or, you know, if you want to do like video interviews, like we'll take a break halfway in and yada, yada, yada. And also like, unfortunately, poker media has kind of like gotten very stale when it comes to this type of stuff. Like when you go to tournament stops, it's always the same. Who's the chip leader on this break? Can we get them? What six questions are we going to ask? It's going to be the same repetitive, you know, you played this big hand. What were you thinking on the turn? And I guess it does what it's supposed to do. Um, but like personally, as somebody in the industry, I don't watch that shit. Mm. Do you? Like, do you follow that way? No, I mean, it's just the same way as like, you know, interviewing a, a basketball player at halftime. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as a sports fan, I don't care about that stuff. Any <laughs> um, more shock value? something you just need you need a storyline you need an arc you need a right? for sure yeah uh and unfortunately like, it's kind of on us to create it and i just don't want to i, I literally just want to sit down and play this man heads up at no limit hold him and hopefully back the truck up on him wow that's a callback mm. dude holy shit beep beep motherfucker back the <laughs> truck up that is uh, that's an old one. Oh wow. man old being two years <laughs> i mean to his credit he backed the truck up he did I um, want to see. I want to see uh, a reversal out of out of Nick at at the end of this, and I think they will. I think I, you know, because he he thinks you're bad, and he thinks you're a scammer, and he thinks, that, or maybe he doesn't think that. I don't know. Maybe he's just doing this for whatever. But at the end of it, he should see you for the person that you are, for the player that you are, and him to, you know, maybe backtrack what he's uh, said. I I I don't hold out for that. Right. Um, and honestly, I hope he still thinks I suck when it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, you get more. It's very action. important to keep the customers <laughs> happy, right? Uh, but yeah, win or lose, like I, I'm just happy to kind of be in the arena. Yeah, and I, I think that that's the thing that largely gets overlooked because you know, to Hoodie's point, we are doing that to some degree. Like we mm -hmm. show up here five days a week, and we are <clears throat> kind of stoking the fires of poker media and trying to give people an opportunity to follow along, whatever the hell is important in the industry uh at, at the current time um but i think it gets forgotten that like we're out there you know especially like landon and i when it comes to the stakes that we're playing like we're we're battling you know it's mm -hmm. like i've played more hours already this year than uh i could have fathomed but I'm, I'm like 200 hours in already at 100 200 plus and most of it is on stream so like mm -hmm. You know, it's a very vulnerable position to be in whenever your strategy is always on display and everybody's a critic. Um, yeah, in this case, there is a storyline. You and Airball Rick, right? So this one, this one's easier. What's well, easier, but sense. like somebody has to run with it, right? Somebody a being? Well, somebody to tell the story. Like a script is nothing if the <clears throat> movie's never made. Sure. Well, is that not what I guess <clears throat> our job is now at this point? I some, don't know, man. To some extent? To some extent, like I'll do a weekly recap every Wednesday. Strat chat can just turn into uh, kind of this, and we can just discuss the previous week's uh, match or whatever. But uh, I, I think we're 
I I agree with him. If I were on the outside looking in, I would be pissed. I'm I'm not. I'm just you know instigating. No, I know, I know, but I think you echo the sentiments. I don't know if the chat everybody. is on my side or not with yeah. this. But oh, they are. They're, even they're a weekly are. a weekly recap though. Say that again. Even a weekly recap, it's a negative free roll for you. Well, even, I'm not gonna like. I don't even think it has yeah. to be you because if you need to focus in on it and like do it, like yeah. I think that's the benefit of having all this capable, awesome team here. You that's know? true. You know, they can also kind You're of giving be us part a lot of, of credit, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You deserve it. <laughs> Trust me, though. You guys are award-winning podcasters, right. after all. Yeah. Where's our goddamn trophy, Poker Girl? No. Let's wow. go. Good. No, I would love to. I would love to like um, produce some of this, but I don't know what our bandwidth is going to be towards the end of it. You well, are- mine is zero, and yours is already teetering towards zero. So take that for what it's market like zero. An hour and a half a day. Okay, so you have 90 minutes a day. I'm going to offer you absolutely nothing outside of doing what I'm told. <laughs> and we are down two editors right now. No, I would do live. I'd produce live. Mm. How? Oh, you mean like actually just streaming? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would stream it live. Um, yeah. I mean, we're playing at Bellagio in Bobby's room. Uh, that hasn't really been announced yet, but uh, just confirmed yesterday. We got everything set up. Uh, so... It, I, the, the, the issue is it's just like not very conducive and also they have gaming to deal with so it's not like you can just come in and set up a phone you just sure. stroll on in there <clears throat> yeah I mean honestly that would be the most reasonable compromise is to just set a phone up on a tripod and uh, just live stream it to YouTube but I don't, I don't know how much um, hunger there is to just see two people at a table. I actually don't think in. that's the best way. The best no, way is yeah, to no, probably no. do what the Triton guys do, which is have someone just record all the hands on an iPad, uh, track the action. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. here's the biggest hands that happened that we yeah. were able to see. Yeah, actually, that's a hundred, you're 100% correct. Getting somebody down there uh, with action tracker, you could do it. We have, we have Poker GFX. Yes. So like literally just getting some, someone down there with action tracker and a laptop running poker GFX, sending all those graphics for every single hand uh, that goes to showdown. And then, you know, we scour through, choose, I mean, you could just sort by pot size, yeah. you know, uh, choose maybe the top 50 hands when it's all said and done and make content off of that. Yeah. So glad I could help. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you might have just uh, forced me to hire another intern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're out there and you want to track hands, send an email to. Levan <laughs> <laughs> is already getting bombarded. I can't do it though. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, mm. I did say that uh, one of the other things I said on Twitter, and I think this is really important to me, uh, and hopefully actually it's, it's a step in the right direction because one thing we don't have in this industry is peer review. And I think it's really necessary when it comes to training content um, and you know selling services. Uh, so one of the, the big things that came of this that I hope is a positive step in the right direction is I offered anyone who is in the training sphere that we would consider to be a peer or anybody in the media who wants to come and audit an academy, you're more than welcome. Uh, You can reach out to Brian. I I put his email on Twitter. Um, (laughs) As long as you have credentials for us to approve, would love to have you here. Uh, And while we're at it, we might as well plug it. The academy is going to be April 15th to the 18th that's our final poker out loud academy of the year uh four days of training every other day is uh lectures on strategy um and then the second and fourth day are gameplay where you actually play poker out loud style 
uh, poker, every time it's on you, you speak your strategy out loud. We do commentary in the back and kind of pinpoint the areas where you're a little bit weak or strong. Uh, May 24th to the 27th, we have a tournament academy. That will be four days as well. Each day will represent a different phase of the MTT with the final day being a final table study and gameplay. So if you guys are interested in that, head to academy.solferwide.io for more information on the Tournament Academy specifically. Click on the banner above. That's all I got, man. I'm exhausted with this topic. Garrett's about to go live with Polk. I had to go play the Venetian 600. He got the fucking scoop on us. You got fourth yesterday. Yeah, we didn't even talk oh, about Oh, yeah, we didn't even oh, give you your props. Congrats, yeah. man. Oh, thanks, Let's guys. Go. Nice Congrats, run, Connie. Connie. Yo, all right, before we get out of here, real quick situation. Um, open under the gun. I have nine big blinds or eight big blinds in the cutoff, I want to say. Yep. I jam with King Jack suited. Big blind doesn't see my jam. Says call. Throws out the 50K, which is the complete. Yep. Um... The floor comes over, and they were gonna call it the gross misconduct rule, and like let him like forfeit the fifty and muck his hand. Yeah, that's what they did in the main. But he said call. Oh, right. So they made him keep his uh, the call out. He had maybe like uh, my jam was for like two forty. He had maybe four twenty total. Okay. And the reg that opened up into the gun was like, well, fuck. Rejams immediately. I yeah. knew this was happening as the fuck in this situation happened. It's great for like, you. Yeah. In a way, like no, it's great. You that's potentially great. Yeah. triple up and yeah. you don't have to go three ways here. Yeah, well yeah, but this guy's like he's just gonna call. Anyway, he calls. <laughs> um Big Blind has Queen Ten, under the gun has Queen Jack, and we held. Wow. So that was a really fun situation. That's massive. <laughs> it was really yeah. weird. But yeah, that was cool. Got fourth. That is massive. Hoodie, thank you so much for joining hey, us. Thanks for thank having you, me, man. New album is Bub. Head over to Spotify, check that out. Uh, be hey, sure to follow this man on all the socials. I got you. Yes. <laughs> See, look, free, work, free merch, baby. Don't have to shop. Free got merch, it. baby. <laughs> Keep revving it. That's right. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at our normal time noon. Jeff Platt and Brent Hanks actually won't be joining us because of the USPO, which my man Hoodie is going to be getting in the mix on. Um, I, I also will not be here tomorrow. I have uh, some training to do. So you're left with the skeleton crew. It's going to get it popping. The fuck you just called me? I don't (laughs) You know what you are, man. Uh, We'll be back noon tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We'll see you guys then. Later, squad.